So, Austin, did that recent hail storm cause some damage to your vehicle? Luxury Auto Works now brings you Austin's Luxury Auto Body for all of your collision and hail repair needs. We take all major insurance and provide same-day appointments and guarantee our work. Luxury Auto Works is your European dealership alternative for service and repair needs. BMW, Mercedes, Land Rover, Jaguar, and Audi. To book your appointment today for collision, hail, service, and repair needs. That's Luxury Auto Works. From the 102.7 ESPN studios in Austin, Texas, this is the Jeff and Ed Show. Thanks so much. Welcome back to the show. Ed Clements and Jeff Ward. And you, Garrett, on the other side of the glass with the controls. Let's give you the phone number, 512-834-1027. Dateline NFL, Josh Jacobs, Saquon Barkley, and Tony Pollard are expected to become free agents. Uh, No franchise tag on any of those. Earlier today, the Bengals placed the franchise tag on wide receiver T. Higgins. Yeah. He'll get a one year, $21.8 million deal. Uh, they got to keep T. Higgins there for Joe Burrow, the team I believe will be in the Super Bowl next year, usurping the Kansas City Chiefs and thus denying Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift, Andy Reid, and Pat Mahomes a three peat. What? <clears throat> yes. You just said you have the Cincinnati Bengals in next year's Super Bowl. Yes, I do. I okay. said it. Okay. I'll stand by it, much as I stand by my. My idiotic bet on Friday that the Texas Longhorns would beat Kansas straight up. Yeah. Little did I know the Longhorns would not show up. Think about this. How much of a market is there for Tony Pollard right now? I don't know if there's that much of a market for him. There's not that much of a market for him. Yeah. It was a depressing year of which he was supposed to be the signature back. Mm Mm-hmm. And he didn't do anything. No, no. I, um, and, and there's not a market for running backs anyway. And the market's going to be limited, mm-hmm. and the market's going to be limited to Saquon Barkley and a little bit to a lesser degree. Um, Josh Jacobs? Yeah, Josh Jacobs, I guess, would be one of, you know, it's just a market of maybe three Derek or Henry? four guys. Derrick Henry would be further down. So, mm-hmm. you know who's in the market for a back? Your Dallas Cowboys. Well, Tony, I didn't. Saquon Barkley is the move that Dallas needs to make. We went through. Let me back up. We went through two years ago. Everybody bitching about Zeke. Zeke's running to the sideline. Zeke's not uh, running hard. Zeke Lell, I'm talking about. And every time they put Tony Pollard in, he would have burst and have big yardage. And people said, "Let's start Tony Pollard. Start Tony Pollard." Well, Tony Pollard was a starter. And quite frankly, didn't do a heck of a whole lot last year. I don't fault Dallas for the moves they made. I think Jerry Jones, the general manager and personnel person, he and his son have given Dallas what they needed this year. They just underachieved. But it's not their fault that Tony Pollard was... I mean, look, they led the league in offense, and he was a non-factor. He was. They need some help. Well, they... They need Saquon Saquon Barkley Barkley. would be great. Now, the Cowboys do have... And the two, the tight ends emerged this year, which yeah. is a surprise. Fine. Those were great finds. C.D. Lamb is still a great find. Yes. Maybe they can find someone with C.D. Lamb. Maybe the young guys, could, one of them can step up. But I say Quan Barkley is interesting to me because that dude is hungry to be on a good football team. That guy's been languishing right. his entire career in for the New York football giants. 
who won one playoff game in his career. If Dallas could look, if Dallas could sign Saquon Barkley, they, they've got that's what they that's what they got that's what they need, and it's a good pitch to him. He's not going anywhere in New York. Um, I, I don't know what else Dallas needs to do offensively. They're, they led the league in offense. I mean, I, I don't know what else. I don't know how you win the playoff games. Don't. I know. Right? So that's it. Um, I, I mean, I th- I, they might need a defensive tackle. Maybe. That's what Micah Parsons says. But they're they had the only team that had more Pro Bowl players was the the Forty ers mm. Jerry Jones, the personnel guy, did a good job. The coach sucked, and they choked. There, yeah. have a nice day. Agree or disagree? Agreed. Okay, I agree. So, I mean, I, I mean, I don't know what else. There's no. There's no. There's nothing magical that Dallas needs offensively. Saquon Barkley would be an upgrade from Tony Pollard, and that would be helpful. It's, but there's no, you can't pick out a person that they need to get. That's it. They get that guy. They win. You can look at the Chiefs and say they had a receiver. They're going to win it again. I don't know what you can you can say that for Dallas because they were good enough on offense, but their problems are different than the Chiefs. Obviously, so I don't know if I answer your question. No. I think you answered the question. It's just that the emphasis on they don't need Derrick Henry now. I mean, it'd be a nice cheap add-on if they could, but it's not the answer. Their problem was not scoring points. Their problem is the playoffs. They led the league in offense, had the second most Pro Bowl players, and got destroyed in the first round of the playoffs. So, audience, what is the answer? What is that answer? Coaching. Right, they got, they got, they're tight. They play tight. Fix that. I mean, I, I mean people are going to be screaming if they just add. If they just add, I'm going to ask everybody again. You led the league in offense. You had the second most Pro Bowl players. What is the answer? Why did you get blown out your first game of the playoffs? You got blown out because. The team was overconfident. You met a red-hot team. You underestimated the Green Bay Packers. I think it goes back to coaching. Right. I know players play in the NFL. Right. But you still have to have some measure of accountability with the coaches. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I just, uh, you know, I've, I've I've thought about it off and on. Like, what what is, you know, you hear people screaming and yelling, get this, get this. What did they not have? All of a sudden, their defense, which has been very good at times, was non-existent again. Right, had a week off. Had yeah, a week off. So, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know what else to say about them except they got in the playoffs and they choked. I don't know what the end. Don't choke next time. Yeah, it was. There's no excuses for where they played. Right, they met a red hot team. Jordan True. Love was out of True. his gourd. Who I think. Might be in the Super Bowl next year. See, it's what you said. I have said that. I just don't see them, well, going far. They should have beaten San Francisco. They had San Francisco beat. They should have played in, in right. the championship game. Right. 
So what's wrong with my prediction? No, I'm just I'm not sold, but I guess I should start getting sold on Jordan Love, who's quickly usurping A.A. Usurping. Ron. Usurping so Aaron Rodgers. We've, Garrett, we've had usurping. We've had feckless. What else? We need like a little chart of Ed's. Ed's got a thesaurus. Mm-hmm. I guess he's reading when he's down the hall talking about immigration yes. and AR-15s. But I believe that he's got he's going into this season with an air of confidence we have not seen in a long time for a young NFL quarterback. This guy is on a this guy is on a, a roll. Yeah. Jordan Love is. Okay. So I don't see them in the Super Bowl next year. Well that's I don't see them winning the North next year. Mm. I still think it's gonna be the Detroit Lions. Coached by the legendary Dan Campbell. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's the obvious pick. Rather than Matt Lafleur. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm. How'd you say that? Lafleur. Oh, okay. Cousin of Peter Lafleur. Okay. Of dodgeball fame. So the NFL Combine is coming up, and there are these. Uh, there's this really thing, uh, interesting thing on ESPN. These guys that have done these legendary combine workouts 40 times, bench press 225. You can't lift your chest up at all like mm-hmm. the dudes at the gym do. You have to stay flat, or they don't count them at all. Really? You can't bounce it off your chest like the guys at Gold's do. Do they like, huh, huh, huh. Well, yeah. They won't let you do that. Because I have fake weightlifting. Mm-hmm. Okay? How did it work out for these guys? The all-time, four, the fastest 40 time at the Combine ever. Although they say Bo Jackson did sub 4-2, but we don't have proof necessarily. Uh, there was this guy, John Ross. I've never heard of John Ross. Never heard of John oh, come Ross. On. He went to the Bengals. The uh, John Ross. He played for Washington. He ran a four point two two, which is the fastest on record at the combine. Okay, so he goes to the Cincinnati Bengals with the ninth pick in the draft. He played in three games with two targets. Uh. His lone rushing attempt was twelve yards. He, 2018, he had seven receptions, seven touchdowns. He had 509 yards. Not bad. Out of the league for the 2021 season. He signed with the Kansas City Chiefs in 2023, but never made it out of July. Mm. Fastest combine ever. Byron Jones. Remember him? You do? Yeah. Who do you play for? Texas Tech. Who else? Oh, uh, that's not true. That's not. That's incorrect. That that is not true, actually. Yeah. Who did he play for in the NFL? No clue. Dallas Cowboys. Okay. UConn in college. That's he played at UConn. I don't know if anyone's ever seen this video. It's ridiculous. Yeah. He they do this thing there. It's the standing long jump. Stupidest okay. thing ever. It is the jump deal. They just. It looks fake. They tip the deal. Yeah, go as high. No, as No, no, that's vertical jump, oh, sir. That, oh, excuse me. This is broad, like broad out, jump out. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. It looks like a fake video. He's just standing there. And he goes, I dare anyone to try this. I guarantee you most adults, you could stand on a line and jump out. You're going to hurt yourself, first of all. Most adults could not go three feet, four feet, and fall down backwards. How far did he go? 12 feet Three inches. Good lord! Standing, 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 flat footed, just leaps standing. out there. Yeah, it is the most ridiculous looking video. Standing twelve feet. If right now, if I told you to go, we got a tape measure out. You would go three feet, 
four feet maybe. An athletic person listening right now can maybe do five to seven. How does that translate in being a great football player? It didn't. That's the point. It, <laughs> it didn't. It didn't. He had a vertical jump. Average person, average adult listening right now could maybe do, gosh, 16 inches maybe. This is going straight up vertical. How I've high seen that get, where they flip the deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah you touch yeah. The, the, the little cone things. Yeah. How high do you think you could jump? I don't know. 12 inches? I have no clue. <laughs> and I'm not going to try in this great studio. Okay. Because I'm going to hit my head in here. Okay, you ready for this? He had a vertical jump of 44 inches. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's called spring. Spring in your legs. Yeah. That's ridiculous. If you do, you know, even if you're a good athlete, if you're doing above 32, it's really good. You can get up. 44. 44 and a half, to be precise. All right. So Dallas moved. They took him with the 25th pick. No, I'm sorry, the 27th pick as a cornerback. Now, get this. Most people don't even know this. He earned Pro Bowl and All-Pro second-team appearances in 2018. Dallas released him last March. Does anyone remember him playing? No, I'm sorry I don't. I, I vaguely He might have been on our radio show, that Monday show that Brad does. Oh, gosh, yeah. When he can't get the stars. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, even in Dallas, nobody's heard of the guy. All right, how about this guy? Don Terry Pope. No. What's no? his name? Don Terry Pope. Don Terry Pope. He weighed 346 pounds at the 2012 Combine. All right? If the average person were to get out of their car, if they could survive it, and run 40 yards, the average adult could not break five and a half seconds. Okay? Okay. Positive of that. None of you can break five and a half. Go try it if you want. He weighed 300. Ready for this? <laughs> he weighed 350 pounds. And how fast did he go? He ran the 40 in 4.9. Wow. Most people listening right now can't run the 20 in 4.9. He weighed 350. He bench pressed 225 pounds 44 times. <laughs> Strong and fast. Yeah. Strong and fast. How much have you heard of Don Terry Pope? No. He, th he threw a touchdown pass once. What are you talking about? That's a fact. He played for the Chiefs, and he threw a touchdown pass. I promise you. He threw a touchdown pass he did. as the defensive tackle? He, he played fullback for one game for the Chiefs, and he threw a touchdown pass. That's a fact. Well, Don okay. Terry did. Yes, he did. Uh, why? Because... I don't know. Why do they, you know. I don't know why. Okay, I mean, I, that's I mean, that's not all that he did, but no one's ever heard of him either. Um, What's his last name? Don Terry. I'm Poe. sorry, Poe. P O E. 2012. Todd McShay called him the most. It was the most epic performance he's ever seen. It is crazy for a guy the way. It's crazy for anyone that weighs 250 to run under five seconds. To weigh 350. And run under five seconds is ridiculous. And do 225 44 times. I'm watching it right now, Don Terry, throwing up. Good Lord, he's a giant man. He's gigantic. 
Yeah. Okay. He, um, let's see, He the Chiefs took him at number 11. He had two Pro Bowl appearances. Stop. Stop this. He lined up as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. He lined up as a quarterback <laughs> and threw a jump pass. Yes, I'm just watching So it. they were going to snap it to him so he could run? Yeah, it looked like they were... You yeah. know what? That's kind of a good idea. On near the goal line, snap it to that dude who's not slow. Who's going to tackle him? Who's going to stop that guy? Boy, that's him. It was against the Denver Broncos. Threw a pass. He threw a pass. Wow, okay. Um, all right, either Chris way... Chris Kelsey giving him a high five. He played nine seasons. He was in the Pro Bowl twice. He then, does anyone even know where he ended up? I don't know why this keeps happening. The Dallas Cowboys. In the year 2020, he was released. Gosh, I hope he doesn't weigh 700 pounds now. I bet he probably does. Oh, my. (laughs) Old Don Terry. Yeah. Um, Here's a guy who tore his ACL... Named Andrew Voorhees, 2023. He suffered a torn ACL in the middle of a shuttle drill at the NFL Combine. Tore his ACL at the NFL Combine. Shades of the 49ers linebacker. Yeah. So he decided, I'm going to hang around. Um, He decided to bench press. This is after he tore his ACL. Any of you know what that's like? Mm. It's a really bad day and a bad nine months. Okay? You hear the snap, and it feels like it just kind of hangs there. That's it. You got nothing. And he decided he was going to go ahead and tough it out and bench press. Okay? He's a linebacker. He did 38 reps. With a torn after ACL. After he tore his ACL, he went in the weight room, and they lifted him down onto the bench, and he decided oh, to lift. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't know if anyone even drafted what him. What happened now. to the dude? What happened? I, I don't think anyone even touched him after that. I What's mean, his name sad. again? Let me Google him. What's his okay, name? it is Andrew Voorhees. This is in 2023. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't know what happened to his poor guy. I mean, that, no one's going to touch you after that. He played at USC. Um, all he had to eat the day was a bag of Fritos. No way. Yeah, that's what he said that's because fake. he was sick. Because the pain, the pain is so great that he had no, seemingly had no strength. <sighs> wow. We've got breaking news. Is he still Andrew play? Voorhees? Is he alive? Playing for the Baltimore Ravens. Okay. Well, good for him. Yeah. It's a tough guy. Right. Those are he was a seventh round pick. He was a two hundred twenty ninth pick overall by Baltimore. Okay. All right, well that's it. Yeah. Um I mean there's other famous combine. There was a guy remember the guy that played for uh, the Eagles that he was like a two hundred and was he a linebacker, a nose guard, and he set records for almost everything he was doing. Mike Mamula was his name. Look him up. They say he's the greatest combine performance of anyone ever. And it was a you know, Mac career. So, and how many people could tell you what Patrick Mahomes did? Anyone? No. No, not The only at all. thing you say about Brady is everyone laughed at him. Um, Mike Mamula was... Yeah, he's like regarded as this 
freakish NFL combine guy who came out of nowhere and got drafted in the first round. First round, yeah, by the Eagles. He had done like I don't even know what his college career was, but Boston he showed up, college. showed up there and did all these freakish things as a nose guard or something like that. This is what is he Mamula had twenty six reps of two hundred twenty five pounds in the bench bench presses which was more reps than the top tackle taken in the draft, Tony Baselli. Yeah. His 4.58 40-yard really dash was considered extremely fast for his position. How much did he weigh? I don't know. He scored 49 of 50 on the Wonder Lick, <laughs> which is the second highest score ever recorded in NFL history. He had a 38.5. It's vertical limp, yeah. a limp, a vertical jump, higher than quarterback Jimmy Hitchcock. Yeah. I think the guy weighed like 260 and ran a 4.5. And had a 36 vertical jump. He had a 70 same game, 77 game career with the Eagles. Okay, played from 95 to 2000. How many people could say they heard of him as an Eagle? Never heard of Mike Mamula. Yeah, but I remember watching it or reading about it that day, and they were just saying this guy is this is freakish. I mean, he ran a four five. Usually when you see these guys come out of high school and stuff, they talk about their times. That's their mom timing them or their coach or something like that. So it's not don't don't trust it. Six five two fifty one. Yeah, two fifty, and he ran a four five forty. Mm-hmm. And he scored almost a perfect score on the test. He's got a he's he's on X. Former Boston College and Eagle linebacker. What are we on a chili expert? Mean green wiggly machine. He says. Okay. What are we supposed to do? I don't know. We're supposed to tweet him. Want to reach out to him? Yeah. Hey, Mike. Just talking about you in the show. How are things? Hey, thanks. Want to be on the show? You want to race Ed? What if what if you what if you race the three hundred fifty pound guy? Looks like he's now about four bills. Mike uh-huh. Mamula. He's gained uh-huh. a little weight. Okay, I'm sorry about that. Yeah. Here we go. At Christ the Grumpy. Green Bay will disappoint you like Jacksonville did. I think you're right. Yeah, I I don't have an answer for that. I really don't have a comeback. It's not a bad take at all. No, it's not at all. I. I have no explanation for why Jacksonville flamed out. I really don't. I, you may be right on Green Bay. I mean, there's a lot to like there. Last time I saw them, there was a lot to like there. Dallas needs linebackers, left tackle that can stay healthy, every down running back, and a QB that doesn't suck in the playoffs. How do you do that, though? How do you find a QB that wins 12 games three years in a row? Doesn't stay healthy. Look, Dallas, hang on, everyone. Dallas was as healthy, healthier than any other team in the playoffs. Dallas didn't have an injury problem. No. Dallas had no excuse. On either side of the ball. Uh, at Horde underscore J52209. Love the show, but you need to know the dodgeball quotes. Okay. Peter Lafleur. Is that a dodgeball quote? Yeah, it is, isn't it? It's a, it's a character. Um, at John Hawk, Ed, it's actually drummer Roger Taylor who hits that high note in Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, my mistake there, friend. Okay. Um, my mistake. And Ed also, for the audience, said that Queen played in Colleen. Yes. And I'm waiting for that to be corrected by anyone in the audience because <laughs> I don't know for a fact, but I'm willing to bet a lot. Colleen, Queen never made it. To Colleen. Uh, Belton? Maybe no. Belton. Baby Belton. No. No. I don't even think that Queen ever played Texas Jam in the Cotton Bowl in the middle of the summer. 
Not even Bruce Filetti? Don't think so. At Texas Hardball. Wowery. New word, Ed? What word? Wowery. W-O-W-R-E-Y. I don't believe that. Did you go there? I didn't go there. Well, the audience believes that you did. Really? Would you like to correct that? No. Okay. Wow. I'm sorry. I'm not going to correct anything I didn't say. What does the audience think about his uh, expanded vocabulary that he keeps bringing to the show? They've known Impressed. that for a long time, Jeff. They, they've acknowledged that even before you, you got out of probation. <laughs> you know, came back. They've acknowledged that a long time. They did. They said, is that so? Yeah. Do you try that down the hall? I have to keep it to simple syllables. <laughs> try to be creative when creative is need be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll mm-hmm. stop there. Mm-hmm. I'll stop there. Well, he owes me a bottle of wine um, and... He owed it today. It's because of the Texas Longhorn basketball team. They play at Tech tomorrow. You want to bet? They, they host Oklahoma State on Saturday. They play at Baylor next week, and then they uh, host o- OU. They've got four games to go. Texas is currently ninth in the Big 12 in basketball, 17-10 and 10 on the year, 6-8 and eight in Big 12 play. I see no way they win at Tech tomorrow. They, they could, but... Tech students are already lining up. They did that Saturday night. Look out. It's the last game. Look out. Tech in Texas. Yeah, watch out. We just, and we just had this discussion about Stormy the Court. Right. It's their last game is in the Big 12. It's setting itself up. Mm-hmm. Well, they'll, they'll play baseball, but that's different. But this is basketball. Have you ever seen anybody storm the field in baseball? Never. Ever? Never, ever, ever, yeah. ever. Except Never. when the Disco Sucks night was the only time. That was the last time in right. Chicago. Comiskey Park. The, has there been an announcement? Has Texas Tech laid down the law and said you you rush the court, you're gone? Have they? I not to my knowledge. Okay. I don't know. They should. All right. Sooner, but that will, that that is an occasion tomorrow. Right. Texas last game in Lubbock against Texas Tech. That's when they will charge. They will rush drunken the floor. students would rush the court. Yep. Would rush the court. Okay. Well, it's going to end badly sooner or later. Worse than it did with Duke and Wake Forest. Which is bad. Bad. That basketball player still injured, may not play Wednesday. Yeah, for and he, he's now saying he thinks the guy did it on purpose. Ugh. Ugh. Here not his good. knee. Not did good. you see the clip of them having to go there and hold him up? Yeah, held him up. And the fans are still running it, the court. I, I, here's, you got the audio. Of, this is the coach did the second one. It's not the end of the game. This is the news report where he's interviewed about a player, a fan running into his knee. Ford Filipowski, Kyle Filipowski hurt his knee. Not sure how bad just yet, but he was vocal about it afterwards. I absolutely feel like it was personal, um, um, you know, intentional for sure. When are we going to ban court storming? Like, when are we going to ban that? Like, how many times does a player have to get into something where they get punched or they get pushed or they get taunted right in their face? And it's a dangerous thing. That's the coach, John Shire of Duke, yeah. It is exceedingly dangerous. Right, and think about Lubbock tomorrow night. Oh, I know. It is set up for chaos. Yeah. They better have a lot of, because these, again, Saturday night the Tech students started camping out to get the tickets for the game. It's not like they're beating, you know, the Celtics or something. No, no, but it's just. But it's Texas. It's Texas in the last basketball game. They're going to jump at the chance to go nuts. Yeah. It's Lubbock. Why not? Nothing else to do. Right. Nothing else to do. All right. Can I get liquored up or is that against the law? I think they sell liquor there too at that 
United Supermarket oh, in Center. The, in the arena? I believe they do. Why wouldn't they? Well, wait a minute. I thought it was a dry area. Not anymore. They made progress. It used to be. Huh. It used to be they had uh, the the strip out there. We had to go out out of town to buy beer and wine and stuff. Yeah, not anymore. So you can buy liquor anywhere in Lubbock. You can. Are there still dry counties in Texas? I'm surely there are, surely but there I are. think they're getting becoming a rarity. You know? Huh. Okay. As progress is made in the great state of Texas. Oh yeah, so much progress. So much oh, yes, progress. Place is really, <laughs> we're moving forward quickly. All right, back with more after this. Jeff Ward and Ed Clements. Afternoons 4 to 6 on 1027 ESPN. You're listening to The Jeff and Ed Show on 1027 ESPN. Welcome back to the show. Ed and Jeff on this Monday uh, as we uh, talk about the NFL. We've talked about court storming, and that's you bring up a good point about tech tomorrow night. Yeah. Hopefully, the tech people will do something because, well, like what? I, I know mean, they. How come I know they said what they're going to do. Uh, they, I don't know what they're doing. I need to hit the Googles to see if they're going to do something. I know there's a surely there's a hefty fine in the Big Twelve, but then again, they hate Texas now. Everybody hates Texas, right? But for leaving, <clears throat> I mean, it just seems to me it, the. The Big 12 doesn't have the real exposure here. Texas Tech and the arena owner have huge exposure. Mm-hmm. I think Texas Tech owns the arena. It's just uh, that uh, supermarket. Whatever. I mean, him right. just saying that that the next person that gets hurt is going to be a knucklehead, and they're going to sue like crazy. Aren't they? Yeah. Now, I mean, I would argue it's not the arena or, or the university's fault, but no, it would be the university's fault. Okay, why? Because they didn't. Because they didn't take precautions okay. to prevent it. So my question again is: How many schools around the country have laid down some kind of rule and law about storming the courts now after a player got hurt? I don't know of any. Well, Tech has Tech has a history of storming the court back in 2018. Yep. Tech upset then number two West Virginia. Wow, quite an event. Cameras caught quite West Virginia's that is. Ca- cameras caught West Virginia's Wesley Harris punching a fan who stormed the court following the 72-72 win at United Supermarkets Arena. Okay. Big Twelve came down with a twenty-five dollar twenty-five thousand dollar fine for Tech. For Texas that was Tech. in twenty eighteen. Okay. That was six years ago. Okay. Yeah. If you ran onto the floor. And a player punched you. Do you have a case against the player and or that school? Yes, both. You okay. do. You would have a civil suit against... Uh, you know, if a player punches you... Yeah. Or a player or, gets or, punched. Or, yeah. I mean, let's say let's say you get not, you run out there. In the chaos, you get knocked down and suffer a concussion. Am I a player or am I one of the... You're one of the people rushing the floor. No, you have no case because you willingly did that. If you're a player and you get knocked down or gets punched, yeah, you've got a lawsuit against the university and the individual that... You think this guy, this Flipowski who injured his knee has a case? Uh, yeah, I believe he does. I think he can sue I Wake do. Forest and say, you put me in harm's way. This was not a natural situation at the end of the basketball game. And I think he can get monetary. Call G. Ferris Clements, attorney at law. Okay. He can represent you in the state of Texas and in the state of... 
Where else? North Carolina. No, I North, don't. Is that right? No, I just made that up. Wow. Okay. That's where Winston Staley is. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. going to have to get, uh, get past the bar there. Really quick. Yeah, hurry up. Hurry up. Get a billboard. No, but I do think he would have... He would but, have but a case. If, a, if a, somebody run, runs on the floor, let's say somebody, tomorrow night in Lubbock, everyone runs out there. Somebody from Idaloo runs on the yeah, court. Yeah, yeah, Some 19-year-old girl from where? Idaloo. Idaloo. And running on the court, she gets knocked down and suffers a neck injury. She what happens? She has no suit. I, she I, has no suit because I, she willingly and knowingly I, participated. I think if she, she does. was thrown on the court. DC law. If she was thrown on the court from the second row, so she was no, pushed. No, what are you talking about? If she was pushed by the no. Tridelts. They threw her off the balcony? They threw her off the balcony. Jeez. No, if she willingly go on the court, I'll bet you're off. You go there I, I think, with a I preponderance, think, preponderance oh, no. of, of go celebrating. Ahead. And showing your exuberance over your Raider power no, win. I, I think I would like my case if I'm representing the Texas Tech sophomore who runs out on the floor, is jumping up and down, cheering her team on, gets knocked over by the crowd, and suffers a neck injury. Now, sitting in my office with a neck brace on, I, I'm coming after him saying, you did nothing to prevent this. You did. You, you, you've, you've allowed this to happen before. You've allowed it to happen again. In the process, my client is caught up in whatever you want to say. Your Honor, may I, ha- may I, Hang may on, I cross-examine? I'm not done yet. No, not yet. Okay. And I want to get paid. And you know what? I'm going to raise hell until you pay me. What's your client's name? Frida. Okay. He's writing it down. Yeah, okay. write it down. Frida. Okay. Back at it, Judge. Uh, Let's go. Bring what's it. What's Frida's last name? Uh, Evans. Okay. Uh, Frida? Yeah. Uh, may I call you're you, talking, Frida? No, you're not talking to Frida at all. You're talking to me. I'm her lawyer. She's on the stand. She's on the stand right now. You're settling before we get to the stand. Uh, no, no. You know I, w- I would say, Miss Evans, did, were you coerced? Were you paid? How did you get on the court? Was it because by it, your own volition? Yeah, I can tell you how I got on the court. Nobody stopped me. Okay, but you willingly and knowingly wanted to celebrate... The Texas Tech yes. victory, you you took that step. You said, I'm going to make the decision to go on the court. Correct, Miss Evans? Along right. with 8,000 other people, correct. Miss Evans, if 8,000 other people Call jumped off Frida. the tallest building in Lubbock, would you do that too? What if I fell off the tallest building that had no railing? Well, in that case, Miss Evans, I would say... Did you not read the warning signs? Do what not go signs? towards Show the Show me end. a warning sign in Lubbock. Okay, let me just say this, Miss Evans. There is yeah. no case here yeah, there is. because you went on pay. your own volition to all go on that court, risking bodily injury to join your other Texas Techians to celebrate that win. Your Honor, there's no case. I ask for dismissal. You know what and you're going to do? the judge would say dismissed. You know what you're going to do before we even get to that point? You're going to pay. No, you're not. Yes, you are. No, yes, you, you are. Okay, then under your nobody wants the nineteen-year-old sorority girl in a neck brace because your school was dumb enough to not have any rules whatsoever about running onto the floor. They wouldn't want that visual any day. Under of the week. your premise, Mister oh, Ward, good I can get on a jet airplane He's tomorrow. Like Matlock, I can get on a jet airplane and get a black Texas <sighs> Tech shirt and get a seat near the court. And tomorrow night, if 
Texas Tech defeats the Longhorns. I could take three steps on the court and say, run my ass over. And under your premise, I could sue and get hundreds of thousands of dollars from the state of Texas just because I went up and said, I'm betting on that they're going to storm the court. Is that what you're saying? Could I do that? If that's the case, Mr. Ward, everyone will go to the court and say, run me down. Run they me do. down. And they do. And they will. You're begging for you're begging for lawsuits mm. without cracking down on this. Mm. Or making an attempt to crack down on it. That's the problem I have. There's no attempt to even crack down on it. What about on the ticket? You're paying, man. Is there fine print on the ticket? I, I, that I don't know. Fine print on the ticket. Can you're paying. Can, 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 can take care so of it. So you're trying to argue it's like getting hit in the face by a foul ball at a baseball game? Pardon me? The, the, sa- tic- the ticket yeah, says... The same, you, yes. the same assumption of risk is associated with sitting... Uh, they always lose those foul ball cases. Correct. Because okay? it's because on the ticket. You, yeah, you assume the risk. When you go to a baseball game, You could a ball could leave the floor. The floor? You, I mean, you, the field. The field. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. The field. So, are you saying that this is the same thing? Okay. I don't think so at all. See, I have a, I've got pay. some expertise in this because I was leaving a ballpark at Midland watching oh the Midland gosh. Cubs, and I was walking in my car. I was three steps away from my car, and a guy okay. said, I heard the crack of the back, and I heard okay. this kid gay, go, look out! Yeah. And I took one in my ear. Okay. I could not sue because I was out of the stadium. I was in an adjacent parking lot. My ticket was not. You it, know what? Well, that's that's not even in the same conversation oh, of what we're arguing. Same. Oh my God! You're going to no, pay. No, I think you're totally going to pay. I think you're totally wrong. So you're telling me some of those Wake Forest yahoos who knocked down the Duke player, they could in turn say, "I was." If injured. they got injured, they're going to say that. Yes. And the school will pay, the state will pay them. I think you're wrong. You think the black suburbans over there at UT would pay? No, well, no, no one no. rushes the floor there, so it's never a problem. I don't In know. Lubbock tomorrow night, they're going to go nuts. I hope they don't. And there is no attempt whatsoever by the university or the arena that we know of to say, don't do this or else. I think there may be some precedent set because the example I gave from 2018 at same said center. Where they rush the court. I don't really know what you're saying because you're just trotting out just a bunch of fake no, no, no. nonsense the same legal thing terms. I'm sure Tech has some hard and fast rules because they had to give up 25,000 large to the conference back then. I would be shocked if they did not have hard and fast rules. To wit, Mr. Ward. Oh, my god. Maybe gosh, the little Yahoos won't stop. storm the court. Or better yet, Rodney, let's get a win so they won't storm the court. Yeah. Fix it, Rodney Terry. Fix it, Rodney it's Terry. On you, man. Back with more after this. Jeff Ward and Ed Clements. Afternoons 4 to 6 on 1027 ESPN. Say it again, big voice. Check out the podcast page at 1027ESPN.com. Now back to the Jeff and Ed Show. Hey, my friend Steve is just, just message. Frivolous lawsuit. Negligence by the fan doesn't mean fan gets paid. No one is paying. Steve went to Princeton. So Steve knows, my friend. You know that. I know he's a friend. He went to Princeton. Also, he sent me this. Apparently, Texas was fined 25000 large after fans rushed the court post-game in a game against Kansas two years ago. Thank you, Steve. Okay. He went to Princeton, my friend. Was an athlete at Princeton. Oh. Yes. 
So no lawsuit. Well, I went to Texas. No soup for you. He, he went to Princeton. He went to Ivy League school. <laughs> you went to Texas, which is a great school, don't get me wrong. <laughs> but he went to Princeton's, okay. my friend. Yeah. An athlete, a football player at Princeton. I, I, I'm going to say this again. Um, let's let's see somebody end up in a neck brace, and we'll we'll see how this plays out. Little girl from Miss Evans or Freed Evans from Idaloo. However you want to play it out. Um, let, let, let's see how, when there's an injury, let's see how it plays out. If she may get tickets to the Buddy Holly whatever museum, okay. but she's not going to get money. Let somebody get injured. After all this has happened, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna bet again, there's gonna be a settlement again under your premise. That means willingly and knowingly rush the court. You know, and she gets you know run how long over. that conversation is gonna last? What? Uh, they're gonna say, would the would you please settle with them right now so we can move on? Jeff, this is not the city of Austin. This is the good people of Lubbock County, uh-huh. and they got a lot more common sense than a lot of people that we you you know and I know about when it comes to lawsuits when you say, okay, how much you want, how much? You know? Well, I bet your son would like him to say how much. He would, but I'm saying, <laughs> of course he would. He's a lawyer. That's right. He's a exactly. lawyer. He likes those settlements like D.C. Law, Thomas J. Henry, Randy Howery. They all do that. They are not going to, school is not going to enjoy, as stupid as their students can be, somebody just innocently running out there and getting knocked over by a bunch of meatheads. We'll see. And again, onus on you, Rodney. Prevent that court's Yeah, tomorrow. right, right. Solve the problem. Blow out the home team. Blow out the home team. That solves the problem. Everyone's going to leave early. Send those Tech-Techians home early. Do you think Texas is going to do that under Rodney Terry, fresh off his stellar performance in Lawrence? We'll discuss tomorrow right here on 1027 ESPN. Jeff Ward and Ed Clements, afternoons 4 to 6 on 1027 ESPN.